Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. What up, what up? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, 19th day of April 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. How you feeling on a Tuesday morning, Big J? Pretty good, man. Don't pull any punches. That's not a punch. It's a jab. All right. Well, don't pull any of those either. That's how you get hurt. Specifically with the jabs. got to make sure you follow through on those. You understand? (laughs) There you go. You got it. You got it. You're figuring it out. You ever actually done any boxing classes? No, man. Back in the day? No. I don't know. Maybe I know you have this uh, Sylvester Stallone obsession. Maybe at some point you were knocking around a side of beef or something. Ah, uh, no. You have to be in such good shape to box. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No no doubt about it. Top peak physical condition in order to pull that kind of stuff off. But you don't have to be in top physical condition. <laughs> I'm not asking if you got into the squared circle. That much I know. I'm just wondering if maybe you decided to do a little Rocky thing every now and again. No. Running up some stairs, doing some fake uh, punches in the air. Well, I do that all the time. But of course. Not in a, in a controlled exercise-like environment. No, no, I wouldn't expect that. But I am glad that you had some fun with the Rocky movie. That's the idea and the point. On top of all that, movies will be the theme of the show today. Ooh. We have an opportunity for you to take part in a little thing called Streaming Dumbass. We need you to pick a movie for Big J to watch. You'll get an opportunity to do that in about 27 minutes. Plus, we also have an opportunity for you to win some cash money. The X-Rock Double Dare begins again today at 7.30. Get ready for a new category and an opportunity to win some cash. And then we got tickets to the PBR that we're going to be giving away during the course of the show today. So it should be a good Tuesday show. Let's get started with some Pearl Jam this morning. It's Better Man here on the morning after on the X-Rocks. <laughs> After with Nick and Big J. We don't do a lot of hard news on this morning show, Big J. It's hard not news that we prioritize for lots of reasons, but when we talk about important stuff, it doesn't get much more important than this. Ada County Sheriff's Office yesterday spent some time to remind the public by releasing a statement that, hey, guys, remember the rules of the road around school buses because lots of things are happening around them these days that are very much uncool. And I can't tell you how many times on a regular basis I see somebody breezing by a a school bus that is pulled over, that has the stop sign out, that a possibility of a kid crossing the street the other way like they are allowed to do and supposed to do when a bus is pulled over. And it turning tragic is incredibly high. And so they uh, sent out a release yesterday that reminded drivers if you're on a two or three lane road behind a school bus pulled over. Uh, that all drivers both ways, that's including the, the lane that the or the, the way of travel that the bus is going and the opposite way, has to stop until the bus turns off its red flashing lights and retracts its stop sign. Uh, recently in Ada County, there's been a bunch of incidents involving these particular things, and they've had to issue a number of tickets to drivers for breaking the rules and endangering 
students. So they have been giving out a bunch of tickets over the last couple of weeks, and they're like, we should probably send out a statement. Now, a reminder, number one, that it's fairly expensive if you get a ticket for this. First of all, it's a misdemeanor, and you're going to grab a 200 fine on your first offense, then 400, and then up to 600 for a third offense. So it ain't cheap to get this ticket. And then number two, back in 2019, every single school bus on the road was equipped with cameras that will catch you in violation of this. You will not get away with it. You will get a ticket in the mail with photographic evidence of you blowing past the school bus. So it's not worth it. You're going to get caught. They have the the cameras on the side of the school bus and the back and the front to protect the students at all costs. So keep that in mind. If you think you're getting away with something or you're in a hurry or whatever, it ain't worth it and you're not going to get away with it. So now you've officially been warned. Try to obey the traffic laws when doing this. Denzel Ward is a rich man. He reached a deal with the Cleveland Browns for a record-breaking $100.5 million contract extension. According to ESPN, this makes him the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history. Uh, Ward just wrapped up his fourth season with the Browns, so he's pretty happy there, I guess, and now he's got some money. Not bad. We got the Mavericks winning, the, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers winning, and the Warriors winning yesterday. Philadelphia and the Warriors lead their series two games to none. We are knotted up at one there in the Utah Dallas series, so that should be fun. I wonder, Big J, do you think anybody is going to care about this rumored Van Halen reunion that's going to be coming together? I can't imagine. Because I mean, it's Eddie, there's got, no Eddie Van Halen. It's, right. It's got some big names, but it's also got some real interesting kind of side notes going on, whereas nobody appears to be on the same page. So first things first, this all started when Jason Newstead was on a podcast and talked about how last week he was invited to join a possible Van Halen kind of tribute tour, if you will. It's not, they're not calling it Van Halen. It's just a bunch of the members of Van Halen together, along with people that are filling in the places, if you will. And Jason Newstead said it was David Lee Roth, him, Alex Van Halen, and then Joe Satriani playing guitar. Of course, Joe Satriani, also a pretty good relationship with Sammy Hagar. They were in Chickenfoot together. So that led to maybe it was a David Lee Roth, Sammy Hagar, Joe Satriani, Jason Newstead tour. And then David Lee Roth came out and said, well, you know, if we do this in the age of COVID, I think there needs to be two of us for every position. So he thinks there needs to be Satriani and then Luthiker from Toto. And then he wants Michael Anthony as well as Jason Newstead playing bass. And then he wants Alex Van Halen and Tom Lee playing drums together. And then him and Pink, I guess, is what his suggestion for this Van Halen tour that could be coming together or it may not be like coming a damn together. It kind of does. Uh, Alex Van Halen has said no comment when reached out for it, which also means that there's probably something behind the scenes going on. But it is. Interesting. Now, I don't think they're going to build themselves as Van Halen. This feels like it's more like a tribute kind of tour where they perform the songs of Van Halen. But it's interesting. I mean, there's got some big names there, you know, uh, so there's going to be a little bit of a draw. But I just wonder how that's all going to come together. And then once it does come together, quite frankly, how long it'll last. I mean, uh, honestly, it seems like a money grab. It kind of does. But uh, listen, every reunion tour in the history of time is a money grab. There is right, no reunion but generally tour. most of those people who are so, are still alive. Sometimes, but yes, you're right. I mean, this definitely does seem like. I that. mean, to me, there's no Van Halen without Eddie Van Halen. I agree. I agree. And you know, and you're starting to kind of get the impression that over the last couple of years, his health has kind of limited a lot of what yeah. Van Halen was going to do. 
which kind of makes sense but now it's like okay now that he's gone is it is it worth it to go on it but listen they'll do anything as long as people pay to see it so they'll have to see how it all comes together and maybe just maybe that could be a real thing it's streaming dumbass on the morning after with nick and big j hopefully you know what's going on with streaming dumbass by now if not we need your assistance i am going to rattle off the plot descriptions of three new-ish movies available on streaming services across this wonderful land of ours the catch is I remove the stars of, the title of the movie, the director that brought you, all that kind of stuff. And based on that plot description, and it's brief this week, I'll tell you that right now. You guys, the collective audience of the X, need to text into the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003 which movie you want Big J to watch over the next 24 hours. And then he will give you a review of this movie and let you know if it's worth your time or not this time or around this time tomorrow. So that's the actual mission. Hopefully you choose to accept it. You've got three movies. Just text in movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three, the one that gets the most votes. Big J watches. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. You already heard the kind of connective tissue. They're all fairly new, and they're all available for you to watch on streaming uh, networks. There's no real plot that, I guess, weaves them in, in together. So good luck, everybody. Here's movie number one. A well-to-do husband allows his wife to have affairs because he wants to avoid a divorce. Suddenly becomes a prime suspect in the disappearance of a few of her lovers. Bum, bum, bum. Movie number two. Resolving to achieve professional success without compromising ethics, a young professional embarks on a ruthless game of one-upmanship against a cold and efficient nemesis, a rivalry that grows more complicated over time. And movie number three. In a post-war future, a mother joins an underground band of vigilantes to try and rescue her daughter from a state-run institution. Oof. Movie number one. Oof. Murder mystery. Movie number two. A complicated rivalry. I, I just... Movie number three. Post-war rescue op. The run of good stuff is coming to an end. Uh, there's Actually, all three of these movies are fairly well-reviewed. All three sound terrible. But uh, that is none of your concern, Big J, as you are not allowed to partake in any of the trying to direct people which movie to choose. It doesn't matter in this case. <laughs> all right, kids. Text on in. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. We will reveal the winner and let you know what all the movies were next on the X-Rocks. A thank you and tip of the cap for all the votes on the TDS Fiber text line for the little thing we like to call streaming dumbass. So I now turn to Big J and ask him out loud, do we have a clear winner, Big J? Yeah, we do have a clear winner, but we got a tie on the bottom two. All right, well, uh, give me one of the movies that didn't quite make the cut. Uh, Movie number one. Movie number one is a Hulu original movie called Deep Water that stars Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. And it is uh, one that was supposed to get a theatrical release, but COVID ruined it. So Hulu picked it up, and that's supposed to be the return of the erotic thriller, Big J. But you don't have to worry about that one. What other movie tied for last place? Uh, Movie number uh, two. Movie number two was called The Hating Game. Uh, That stars Lucy Hale and Austin Stoll. That's your romantic comedy of the bunch. Uh, Unfortunately, you will not be seeing that. You will be seeing the post-war future drama called Night Raiders, Big J. It is available for you to watch on Hulu. It stars Ellie Tailfeathers and Brooklyn Hart. 
And that is the movie you will be watching. Night Raiders? Night Raiders, yeah. Night Raiders, you know. Raiders of the Night. Dun, 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 Post-war dun. future, etc., etc. Vigilantes are involved. State-run institutions are involved. Could be a very good movie. Who knows? If you want to play the home game, Night Raiders is available for you to watch on Hulu as well. And Big J will watch this movie and right around this time tomorrow let you know if it's worth your time or not. So you can play the home game if you like or just hang out and tell you what Big J wants you to watch. Here's traffic. And hopefully it's a good one that you guys picked out for him. We will see. I have my doubts, but you never know. I mean, Night Raiders can be a really good movie, right? That nobody's ever heard of. Yes. Yes, you're right. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You may have noticed the amount of spam you have gotten has risen exponentially over the course of the last couple of months. I'm not just talking about phone calls, which seem to be coming more fast and furious than ever. I'm also talking about text messages that come in from places. I'm talking about emails that are coming in. About 82% of Americans have noticed an uptick in the last six months, which I think I qualify for that. I've certainly noticed an uptick. Agree or disagree? Yep. Uh, And according to this survey, at least uh, the average American gets about an estimated 42 spam text messages in a month, which is a new record. And if that isn't annoying enough, we're all getting more spam emails and phone calls as well course the use of spam which is often sent by scammers trying to steal something has grown astronomically since the pandemic the question is why and the answer is it's your own damn fault the reason why we are all getting more spam than we have in the past is because thanks to the pandemic we are all on our devices and phones more than usual which gives us access to websites that we haven't usually gone to, searches for things that we haven't looked up before, and puts us on all sorts of new and different spam and scam lists. So, it is because of the amount of time that we have spent on our devices messing around with them that has caused the spam to uptick. So we have nobody to blame but ourselves, Big J. That sounds like a cop-out to me, but on the other side of it, I suppose it kind of makes sense. We're all on our devices more than ever thanks to you know being stuck places which means maybe we went to some questionable places or looked up some questionable things and that all led to us falling down the spam hole look out or we really needed something or we thought we needed something and we hit accept oh sure there's that accept all cookies there's also you could have ordered something from a website that puts you on a mailing list of something else you know there's all sorts of ways that you can get on these spam lists it's not just, you know, you surfing the internet or you going someplace that you haven't gone before. There's all sorts of ways they do that. And plenty of legitimate and honest retailers that also sell your information to companies that do this stuff, too. So keep that in mind as well. But at the end of the day, if we weren't on our phones as much, it would not be as bad as it is. Marcus Mark, congratulations. He is a guard for the Boston Celtics. He has been named the NBA's Defensive Player of the Year. This is a big deal because he's a guard. And it's the first time a guard has won this award since back in the 95-96 season when Gary Payton of the Seattle Supersonics got the award. And he was known as the glove, of course, for his stifling defense and his ability to steal the ball. So Marcus Smart picking up a pretty nice award and doing so in rare form. Don't worry about anything happening with the Washington Commanders, Big J, because they are now denying any all allegations that they pocketed over $5 million in security deposits from season ticket holders instead of returning it. 
Uh, worse yet, that money wasn't shared with the NFL, but not only are they denying it, they've also turned a full-on smear campaign against the guy that, <laughs> that, that, uh, that said that they were doing things wrong. So they've turned this into an attack mode for the Commanders. That's how they're going to play this game. I don't think they're going to come out on top. Uh, I feel like that was probably a bad play, but I'm not sure they have a whole lot of ground to stand on, so they're probably going to just go down swinging is what it's going to boil down right. to, but it ain't going to be pretty. I'll put it that way. Uh, help me out, Big J. Is there an actual discernible plot in the video game Minecraft? I have no idea. I've never played Minecraft. Never. I haven't either. I've seen it played, but from what I can gather, it is about building things and mining things. <laughs> I keep asking my kids, I'm like, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you're just building stuff. Right. And it's fine. Whatever keeps I you happy. I guess there's some bad guys in there. Okay. That makes sense. But I don't sense. know how, you know, what they do. They're making a movie out of it, I guess, is the point. Uh, there will be a Minecraft movie, and it might star Jason Momoa. According to Deadline, he is in early talks to star in the live-action adaptation of Minecraft. They already have a writer and director attached, and he has an Idaho connection, Big J. It's Jared Hess. You remember him, right? No. He, Refresh my memory. Uh, writer director of Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Is okay. set to direct the film and write it as well. And so they're going to make a Minecraft movie. Of course, the popularity of the video game cannot be understated. But right. Hollywood has a checkered past of doing a fairly poor job of creating a plot where there isn't one, I guess is my point. Especially when it's based on a property that already exists. Uh, Battleship comes to mind. Uh, you know, there's no real plot to the game Battleship. You just have to figure out the right. strategy of it. And then that's how that goes. And they tried to make a movie about it, and then it involved aliens. And it was just... Wasted some really good actors. It was a really, Man. really bad Liam movie. Liam Neeson, Taylor oh, Kitsch. Oh, God, there's some great people in that movie. Yes, but it is garbage. Full-on garbage. And so I, I hope this fares better. It sounds like, at least if Jared Hess is involved, they f I feel like... From the outside looking in, there's going to be some sort of comedic take on it. Like, they're not going to take it too seriously, which I believe is probably the issue of Battleship. So, we'll see. But if you're a Minecraft fan, know there's a movie coming. Let's play VX Double Dare on 100.3 VX Rocks. It is time to try to give away some money, so we are going to do that right now here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's welcome on to the show Shane. Shane is our caller X this morning. Good morning, Shane. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great now. How are you doing? We're hanging in there. We would like you to win as much money as possible, but that's going to depend on uh, how risky you want to be and also your knowledge on the following topic. Big J, what is the category? Playing board games or board playing games. So these are uh, basically focusing on all sorts of tabletop games uh, that maybe you're familiar with. How well versed are you in this subject, Shane? Oh, I got a few kids, so we played some games. All right. Well, I wish you lots of luck. Uh, once again, we're gonna have, you have up to three questions. You can go double or nothing for up to two hundred dollars. You can stop any time, but if you get a question wrong, you get nothing. Are you ready, Shane? Yeah, let's do it. All right. For fifty dollars, Professor Plum is a character in which classic board game? Oh, Professor Plum. Shane, we're off to a bad start. Uh, not doing good here. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's the one where they, the mystery one. What in the heck? Yeah, you're on the right track, man. You know everything but the title. Unfortunately, the title is what we need. 
Yeah. Uh, let me pull over here. <laughs> oh, no. Shane, um, please don't hurt yourself. No. <laughs> I know it. Uh, not guess. Uh, oh, my goodness. My wife is going to be uh, sour with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shane, we have to uh, eventually put a time limit on this thing, my friend. Do you have any guess whatsoever? Uh, I, I, I don't. Dang it. Wrong. I'm sorry, buddy. Ouch, I'm, brother. Big Dang J, what was, what was the correct answer? Clue. The game is called Clue. Ah, Clue. I knew it. Yes. The game There's is a called movie about uh, it. I didn't know it, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, Damn. Shane, unfortunately, we weren't able to give you any money this morning. But damn it, we do appreciate appreciate your energy. Thank you for pulling over and being safe. And sorry that we couldn't hook you up with anything. But the board game questions <sighs> will continue today. Uh, we didn't even get to the hard ones that Big J thought was happening. So they'll continue with Jason Drew and with Adam. So your knowledge of board games of all types are going to come in handy today. Uh, if you know that category, today be, could be the day that you win yourself some money. So keep listening for your next chance to play. We got your We're Going to Hell story next on the X Rock. 100.3 The X Rocks. I want to preface today's story by saying this may be the strangest We're Going to Hell story we've ever had. And I also want to preface it by saying that if you are eating, you may want to stop. If you are going to continue to listen, please be prepared for maybe one food to perhaps change forever for you. Oh, God, man. That's heavy, dude. We are going online for today's We're Going to Hell story. It all starts with a Vice article. Now, Vice is a news service. That provides a lot of uh, news stories. It also happens to cover some human interest stories, and this is one of them. But I don't have a whole lot of details about the person because, for obvious reasons, as you're going to find out as we get into this story, they have decided and opted to remain anonymous. But it is it is a interesting story, to say the least. So, it all starts in New York City, where this gentleman apparently got into a bicycle accident. And it was a bad one. So bad that he had to get his leg amputated. Did not have a choice. They could not save the leg. So this was tough for him to deal with. So he told the doctor, or asked the doctor, I should say, hey, is it okay if I keep the amputated part of my leg? And the doctor said, yes, we do allow this from time to time, especially when it was, you know, fairly recent catastrophic injuries that caused this to happen. There's a lot of mental games that go along with it that could be tough to cope with, which is understandable, right? Oh, no. But oh, no. if it's not weird enough that he took his leg home with him that was amputated, he then was realizing a couple days after this happened that he was really starting to struggle with the concept of losing his leg and not having access to that anymore. And so he decided that the only way that he could have closure on this... For it to be with him forever. ...was for it to be with him in some way, shape, or form. And he decided that he wanted to do this by eating his leg. So he it's then insane. invited 10 friends over. He admitted the struggle, and he has 10 friends that admitted that they would come over and help him and be his friends and also partake in this so that it seemed less weird for him. Now, one of his friends is a chef, oh, and according no. to the story, God, no. prepared the leg meat as it was a taco, a fajita taco, if you will. Uh, and so, uh, basically, he says he prepared it similar than he would any other meat. He marinated it in Frank's hot sauce, uh, red, whatever it's called, Frank's Red Hot, and then he sautéed it with onions, peppers, spices, and lime juice, and then served it on a tortilla. And uh, here's where it's going to start to get a little bit weird. 
is it was delicious. All 10 of the friends that were at the party did eat the taco, didn't eat all of it, but they all ate the taco. They all admitted that the meat was a little tough and chewy, but they did say that it tasted exactly like carne asada. Exactly like it. Because of the way that it was prepared. It reminded them very much of like I, a tough First of all, I don't steak. know anybody who marinates, who uses Frank's Red Hot for marinating carne asada. I don't Weird. know. This is, this is what he decided to do. take out the gaminess, I guess. This is what he decided to do. Uh, so now he said he's glad he did it because it got him closure on the accident and it led him to losing part of his leg. But the experience was still, quote, kind of weird. You think? Probably, yeah. So, uh, to be clear, all ten friends Listen, knew exactly what they would be eating. This and they is why all, they shouldn't let them take home the limb. All volunteered against it. And then I did some deep dive on this stuff, and uh, re- I wondered, like, is it against the law? And I found out, apparently, no federal law in the United States against eating human flesh. However, there is one state where it is illegal to eat human flesh. Do you know where that is? The state of Idaho. Right here in Idaho, baby. You are not allowed yeah. against the law. It's the one thing we do right here <laughs> in this human state. Flesh. So we're ahead of the game there. Other things desperately behind, but whatever. Uh, the person did say they would like to remain anonymous for the interview because he doesn't want to be known as the weird cannibal guy. And yeah, I'm that calling, makes sense. I'm calling fake. You don't think it's yeah, real? Yeah, it's too crazy. It's too kooky. I would agree with you if this would be on like a Mark's blog or something like that, or if it was just on Reddit. <laughs> but because blog. it's got like Vice attached to it, there at least appears to be You're some right. sort they're, of they're they're journalists at least. Yes, there's some sort of or, or if it is a lie, he's got all ten of his friends on board. I guess is my point. If you've got eleven people corroborating a story, you've got yourself a story. Now they all could be lying. You're absolutely right, and quite frankly, I hope that they are. But just gives Taco Tuesday a whole new scent. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like any part of it. I don't like it. Leg Tuesday. But I guess uh, it gave him closure, so victory. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There is a new trend among people wanting to get married, and that is morning weddings, Big J. Morning? Yeah. So you have all day to party and spend money. That's part of the reason. The other part of the reason is because of the pandemic, there are so many now like stacked upon stacked weddings that were waiting to happen that venues just don't have enough space or enough room for a whole bunch of late afternoon, evening weddings kind of a thing. And so they're double booking the venue to try to make that happen as much as possible. Now, you also mentioned one of the other positives, which is people want to party all day sometimes instead of late into the evening. And so that's an opportunity. And also it's an opportunity for maybe just maybe perfect lighting for photographs. You know, you need some of that from time to time. So that's a big deal when people get married. And she says, uh, the wedding planner that put this whole thing together says about 90% of weddings planned that she has on the books are on the schedule for before 4 o'clock. But she says a few are in the morning, like a 10 o'clock wedding kind of a thing. And those are practical for, uh, you know, if you want more people to attend, that's a big thing. People are more likely to come out at 10 o'clock in the morning than apparently they are at 7 o'clock at night. And then, of course... The uh, venues could be less strict about required capacity, so it could be more intimate wedding. And morning weddings can also save you a bunch of money, which could be a very positive thing yeah. when you're looking on planning a wedding. Well, had we had a morning wedding, people would have died from alcohol poisoning. So, 
probably best that That's we true. didn't. But I do remember being there at a reasonable hour. What time? Do you remember what time things got started for you? I think it was like one o'clock. Maybe? I th- yeah, Something I mean, like that. I, that seemed like an all-day kind of a thing to me. Because I mean, listen, we had to be there early to get all dressed up and take the pictures. So I mean, it was like a ten o'clock show up. I yeah, think. yeah. So it definitely but we, was an all-day. We didn't start thing. the drinking until a little bit later. No, until after the ceremony. Yeah. Oh my god. And then it. Uh, yeah, that was quite the night. Filled with vomit. I remember it very For distinctly. For a lot of people. I remember it very distinctly. Having to clean my car out uh, of vomit. What a treat. Denzel Ward reached a deal for remaining with the Cleveland Browns, $100.5 million, and he'll be there for the next five years. According to ESPN, that makes him the highest paid cornerback in NFL history. This is his fourth season with the Browns. There was also some NBA playoff games last night. Jazz over the Mavericks. Excuse me, the Mavericks over the Jazz, 110-104. That series is tied up at one game apiece. Philly over the Raptors and the Warriors over the Nuggets. Philly and Golden State each lead their series two games to none. Uh, no doubt about it, Julia Roberts made her superstardom in the world of Hollywood thanks to romantic comedies like Pretty Woman, Notting Hill, My Best Friend's Wedding, etc. Yeah. But she says there is a reason why she hasn't been in one twenty in 20 years. And her she face. Says, <laughs> no. Oh. She says the scripts suck. Uh, she says it wasn't by design. She loves romantic comedies, but she says absolutely nothing crossed her desk in the last 20 years that seemed even remotely different or interesting enough in the world of romantic comedies that made her want to jump on board. She said she was waiting for the next Notting Hill or the next My Best Friend's Wedding, but it never came until Ticket to Paradise, Big J, the new romantic comedy that she'll be in this fall. She says she fell in love with the script, right? Uh, signed on board right away, and now she's ready to get back into the romantic comedy game. Are you interested? Yeah. Do you care? Sure. You love romantic comedies. I Favorite do. Julia Roberts romantic comedy? Notting Hill. Yeah, Notting Hill gets the nod? Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, no doubt about it. Pretty Woman, iconic, however. But uh, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those, quite frankly. So you're going to see Julia Roberts back. But, I mean, I wonder if she has a point. I mean, have you been blown away by any romantic comedies? I guess you really like The Proposal, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's what, Was that what the, now? See, now I'm wondering. Was that within the last 20 years? Uh, oh, Did man. It, uh, <laughs> it's, yes, it's been within okay. the last 20 years. Okay. I wasn't Probably, sure if that was like a 2000 it's, or 2001 it's movie. It's getting pretty close. Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't think it was in 2001. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. You're maybe 2007, 2006. 2009. Okay, so you, we still have a while before it's 20 years old. But, uh, Close no, enough. Yes, exactly. We're all getting old, I guess, is the point. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, the PBR is coming to town this weekend. It's going to be a fun ride. Let me tell you what, uh, rock and roll show from start to end. You'll not want to miss this out at the Ford Idaho Center. And, of course, uh, tickets available right now. But we've got some for free for Friday night. Good night to go out and check out the rodeo. We'll get you set up with that if you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003 is the phone number you should call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown and see if you got what it takes to claim this prize. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Dakota. All right, Dakota, you're up first. Good luck. Hayden Christensen, right, Hayden Christensen's version of this Sith Lord is returning to Star Wars in the Obi-Wan Disney Plus show. Oh, uh, pass. Okay. Wrong. You playing Dakota? I mean, technically you I can't pass. I wish we had a pass option. <laughs> would have been it would be abused at this point. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, Hayden Christensen's version of this Sith Lord is returning to Star Wars in the Obi-Wan Disney Plus show. Uh, Darth Maul? 
No. Wrong. You're in the Ray Darth area. Hello, the X. Sound good, Big J. Hey. Hey, do you know the answer to the question? Darth Vader. There you go. Nice work. All right. The old phrase, Nick, break a leg in regards to putting on a great show might make this Oscar-nominated actress cringe just a bit now. You're asking for somebody that has broken their leg, I guess? Yeah. Um, Okay, how about Ashley Judd? There you go. Right. Good job, Nick. Uh, Lead singer Lane Staley was found dead from an overdose on this day in 2002. Kids don't do drugs. Which band was he the lead singer for? Alice and Shane. Right. Nick, this is a really tough question. I'll be really impressed if you get it right, okay? Okay. One of the last musical things Staley did was sing on a cover of Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall for the movie soundtrack The Faculty. He was part of a super group with Tom Morello Rage Against the Mach- from Rage Against the Machine and Stephen Perkins of Jane's Addiction. What was the name of that super group? Class of 1999. Ah, oh, there you go. Right. Wow, man. Yeah. Well done, I love that faculty soundtrack. Yeah, the faculty soundtrack is pretty awesome. Who won't the family talk about in the Disney movie Encanto? Oh. Uh... We don't talk about uh, blank. We don't talk about mm. fill in the name. Even Nick knows the answer. I think I do. It would be a guess, uh, but I have a guess. I don't know, man. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. It's going to be real hard if you haven't seen the movie. Well, it's one of those pop culture things now. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. No, no, no guess? Wrong. Make it real difficult on the listener today. I guess so. Hello, the X. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now, Big J, once again, you have proven to stump the Treasure Valley. Hello, the X. I don't mean to. Hey, guys. I thought this was pretty easy. The answer is. I didn't even hear the question. Oh. Who won't the family talk about in the Disney movie Encanto? <laughs> they I don't... have no idea. Nothing? Not we stopped. We, we stumped Wayne. I win. I win. All right, I'm gonna take a guess. Is it Bruno? Yes. Right. right. Sure. Morning after. This is not how this is supposed to work. What am I doing wrong? You're making things too difficult, I guess. Uh, that's because this happened with <laughs> with bad impressions. A yeah, days well, that ago. was that was more the. <laughs> It happens from time to time. Uh, we will come back Jeez. with some headlines. Those are next on the X Rocks. Lines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Another one happening Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. This time you get $50 to Lucas Downtown for just 25 bucks. If you're looking for elegant, delicious Italian cuisine and creatively stiff drinks, check it out. It's a fine dining experience without the fine dining price. Plus, the chefs there are great. They've got mixologists there that want to create an unforgettable dining experience. And you can enjoy some live music, too. So grab your Half Price Friday this Friday, 9 o'clock in the morning, xrock.com to DeLuca's downtown. 50 bucks for just 25 Get ready. Yum. Headlines are as follows. Didn't go well. Thanks a lot, Easter Bunny, and show and tell. Thanks a lot, Easter Bunny. This isn't usually what the Easter Bunny brings, but a parent dressed in an Easter Bunny costume is said to have caused chaos... After handing out eggs filled with candy and some with unopened condoms at an elementary school in Austin, Texas recently. Parent wrote on a Facebook group and said it happened during pickup time. Gullet Elementary School officials sent the letter to parents explaining what happened and noted the visit had not been planned or approved by staff. 
Officials spoke to the parent in costume, and the investigation is ongoing. They say the parent is a pharmacist who was taking part in a sex safe sex clinic while dressed in the bunny suit. Still seems weird to be handing that out at elementary schools, pharmacist. Yeah, you're not ready for that just yet. Yeah, that's that's not. I mean, weird, weird flex, and also a weird way to celebrate that clinic. Didn't go well or show and tell. Show and tell. Kindergarten class in Michigan turned into happy hour when a student brought in a Jose Cuervo ready-to-drink margarita to share with the rest of her class during snack time. Several of the kids ate their snacks and then washed it down with some sips from the bottle. One child reported feeling boozy and a little dizzy after drinking the drink from a paper cup. One student told the teacher that a girl brought in a drink with alcohol and the girl called poison control. Luckily, no one, none of the kids got sick, but the school had to inform parents of what happened and said, well, they try to keep an eye on everything the students bring to school. That's simply not possible. So please keep an eye on your children to make sure they're not raiding your liquor cabinet and brought it in. The student who brought it in reportedly did not know it contained alcohol and just thought it was like, you know, mommy juice or whatever. And that didn't go well. Mommy juice. Parents were outraged. They're blaming the child's parents for not knowing their kid was bringing that to school. So expect this to uh, be resolved in a real quiet and responsible manner. Wrap it up with didn't go well. Learning to drive isn't easy for everybody, Big J. And a 53-year-old woman who had her learner's permit was trying to drive in the Wyoming Cemetery in Massachusetts with a licensed relative in the passenger seat when she accidentally mistook the gas pedal for the brake pedal and then she plowed her Range Rover through a row of tombstones, knocking over at least eight. The entire front bumper of the car as well and the left side of the vehicle is completely crumpled. Police say the car needed to be towed from the scene. The gravestones were put back in place by the Public Works Department, but a bunch of them are damaged beyond repair, which is, I don't know, uh, tombstones? Not exactly cheap, in case you're curious. Yeah. Crash is being investigated now by the police department, but always remember, Big J, the gas and the, the, the gas pedal and the brake pedal, two very different things, okay? Sure. And make sure everybody's Weird paying attention. place to learn to drive. Yes, I agree. There's not a lot of maneuverability in a cemetery, and I'm not sure why it was happening. I, I don't know. But yes, that is a weird decision to make to figure out how. Here's how we can test our learner's permit. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. It's the latest from Five Finger Death Punch Afterlife here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We've already grossed you out by talking about food once this morning, and now it's time to gross you out by talking about something you can drink, right, Big J? Uh, oh yeah, uh, and and even I was a little grossed out by the idea, <clears throat> by the idea of this. And uh, let me tell you, I happen to uh, have tattoos of this particular item, and that's the the fine folks there uh, at Jägermeister have a brand new drink, and it is a, a Jägermeister cold brew slushy. No, I don't like it. I no. Uh, I, it, it hurts me to even think about that myself because uh, I probably because it hurts to think about Jägermeister because I've drank so much of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that just seems a little crazy to me. When was the last time you had a Jägermeister shot? It's been a couple years, actually. So it's been, it's been a long time. Since, yeah. I mean, that's more young people kind of stuff. And uh, and I know that, that they had that cold brew because we talked about that. So this feels like it's either an extension of this or a special made dr- drink made with this. Yeah, 
that and makes it gross. The Cleveland Guardians baseball team, they've announced that they're going to be serving this drink at Progressive Field. Oh. So I think that, like, I don't know what the alcohol content of the Jägermeister cold brew coffee is, but, I mean, it's got to be up there, right? Yeah, well, it certainly would probably contain some. But, yeah, whether it's, like, the equivalent of a shot or two shots or what, I'm just more concerned about the taste, really. Now, I know that, that Jägermeister's an acquired taste as it is, but yeah. it's always been gross to me because it reminds me too much of cough syrup. And so I don't enjoy that as a pleasurable experience. Therefore, I don't enjoy Jägermeister. And then you you factor in cold brew, which is already, I feel, an acquired taste. So now you've got two acquired tastes mixed together into this thing, and then they're adding like an ice cream slash slushy side of it, and it just all seems really wrong and gross. It seems like you're really in a hurry in, in an inventive way to get wasted. But also, it doesn't feel like like I want to go to a ballpark and just get hammered on Jägermeister. That just seems... I don't know. There's a disconnect there for me. I'm sure it'll do fine. I'm sure there are plenty of people that'll buy it. It's just... It's got a lot of unattractive elements all mixed into one there for me. Unless you want to be a badass. Is that the badass? Yeah. Can you yeah. order a slushie and be a badass? If it's Jägermeister, apparently. But then you... I you, mean, you fear that person. To me, perfectly honest, I, I think, you know, or the same guy who drinks a pint glass filled with Jägermeister topped off with some Red Bull. You yeah. should fear that person. Well, that's because that's what you used to drink. Yeah. But uh, I will say this. I, I can guarantee you, whether it tastes good or not is, I think, up to the person. This is a $30 drink probably at this ballpark, however. I mean, there's no way this is any semblance of cheap. Yeah, I don't have the the price here, but I mean, you know, it's got to be up. Anytime you get hard liquor at a ballpark or a stadium, it's already outrageous. And then you factor in the coffee and the slushy angle of things. I bet you it's twenty two to twenty five bucks for you to actually have this slushy at the ballpark. But hey, listen, man, whatever. Hey, getting your value and getting hammered. Just don't get, don't drink it dry. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're next on the x Rock. Hey. The X. Bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And we've got tickets to the PBR, baby. That's happening this weekend. Professional bull riding. It's a great show. You're going to have a great time, especially if you've never been. Uh, if you have been, then you definitely want to go see it especially for free. Uh, we'll get you set up with those. If you can figure out bad impressions this morning. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you could be headed to the PBR on Friday night. I believe these tickets are for, right? Yep. Hello, the X. Where are you going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Good morning, Mrs. Doug. All right, you're up first, Doug. Good luck. Quit freaking. Call Beacon. Quit freaking. Call call Beacon. Are you repeating it to me? Yes. Okay. All right, next clue. Uh, Yes, people would throw skillets at me from the stands in Century League Field. Pass. I love going beast mode for the Seahawks. Man, I don't know. Doug, Pass. Not a, not a football fan? Pass on to the next listener. Hello, the X. Good morning. Hello. What's up? Hey, man, Hello. did you hear Big J's clues or do you need him again? I didn't hear him. I'm on the, I'm on the car phone. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. Quit freaking, call Beacon. 
Michael Lister Lister Law Office. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people would throw skillets at me from the stands in CenturyLink Field. I loved going beast mode for the Seahawks. Oh, Marshawn Lynch. There you Yay, go. you got there. Good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those PBR tickets. Uh, why is too clever there. in God's name is Marshawn Lynch in the news? Marshawn Lynch. Oh, man. Besides uh, doing good work for the folks at Beacon Plumbing, uh, he is now a minority owner in the Seattle Kraken, Nick. Makes sense. He was part of the NHL expansion draft, and now he's part of the team. Isn't that fun? Yeah. And uh, he said, quote, this is something I never would have imagined. Uh, he said, uh, he told CNBC, I've always dreamed of playing on a professional team, but owning one is something special. As I look back on some of my accomplishments, I'm going to continue to count my blessings. Once again, uh, Marshawn Lynch's post NFL career has been nothing but completely mind blowing for me. Doing uh, a bunch of different things that I never, ever in a billion years after watching him uh, behave and act in the NFL the way he did, which I don't blame him for. It's totally his prerogative. Sure. But I just never thought he'd be the spokesperson, the public face of, the the person that was involved in all this stuff. And, and, and TV shows, Netflix series, like he, all that He stuff. has an official capacity as well with the NFL, <laughs> which is it's crazy, man. You're right. It is. But good for him, man. I am happy. And, uh, you know, he really did uh, lean into that Pacific Northwest stuff. That's why Seattle people love him. And now he's an NHL owner up there as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. That's it. Game, set, match for us. Thank you very much for hanging out with us on this Tuesday morning. You actually selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you tonight. It's called... Night Rangers, I believe. Night Raiders. Night Raiders. Night Raiders. That's Raiders. it. That's it. Night Raiders. You're right. Uh, I knew it was close to Night Rider, and I knew I didn't want to call it that. And then I was like, Oh no, is it Raiders or Riders or Rangers? And now we know. Big J will watch it on Hulu tonight and review it for you tomorrow. We also had a chance to ruin Carne Asada for you, maybe even ruin Slushies as well as we move forward. A reminder that T Mazda is a great place to go to get your auto loan pre approved with their I pre check button. Just click the big blue button at gotmazda.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. A reason for all of you uh, fans out there, Taco Bell, to cheer. Mexican Pizza is making a return May 19th. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's actually, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've had a Mexican pizza or two. It was one of the things that I remember enjoying back in the day. I don't remember what made it up so much. So, like, I couldn't tell you what's on a Mexican pizza right now. I do remember liking it, like, when I was a kid. But can you enlighten me? Yeah, uh, it's got uh, beans, questionable uh, beef topping. Uh, and Checks then uh, some, uh, I think they're, they're three blended cheese and uh, some tomatoes. Yeah, I knew I remember the no tomato off that. Um, lettuce too, right? Uh, no, I don't remember lettuce. Oh, man, maybe I don't remember the Mexican pizza. Maybe I'm making it up in my head. But no, it's coming back. A lot of sauce. Will you partake? Ah, probably not. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you sounded excited, and now you're not so excited. I, I'm excited for people who love it. And it's my duty to share that news with people. Duty. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush, stop freaking call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com, as Marshawn Lynch tells you all the time. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.